This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, Georgie, check for Dadsy. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. <laughs> only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery free in term supply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is made up of two Twitter spaces that we held during the Wolverhampton Wanderers game on the 10th of March. The first part is the half-time Twitter space. The second part is the full-time Twitter space. Expect some very strong language throughout this podcast. Leicester City have a penalty kick in the sixth minute of injury time. Injury time, injury time. Look out, takes, Almunia saves, knock out, follows in, Almunia saves again. And now Wapner on the counter-attack. Forestieri. Oh, I don't believe this. Here's Hawk. Dini! I do not believe what I've just seen. Troy scored from a Leicester penalty that was saved by Almunia. Do not scratch your eyes. Half time and it's 3 0. Watford are 3 0 down at half time against Wolverhampton Wanderers. Uh, I'm going to bring in my colleague at this point, Mr. Carl James. How are you, Carl? Uh, <laughs> great question. Um, Go on, let it out, mate. That's why we're here. That's why we're I, doing this half time. I, I think I would have got more out of life if I had put my testicles in the toaster and switched it on. And watch that load of shit that I've just been unfortunate enough to be, be looking at. It is dire, mate. Absolute dire. That there are the, the commentator, uh, the, the female commentator, said, "You know what? Do Watford need to do in the second half um, to get back into this game? Just get on the bus. Just get on the bus and go. Just home. Get on the bus and go. Go home. home. Yeah, yeah. It's the best, it's the best thing we can do." She cursed it by saying it was going to be a nil-nil. And as soon as she said it's going to be a nil-nil, then Jimenez scored, yeah. of all people. Yeah. I feel I feel so sorry for those supporters that have travelled up there tonight. Honestly, I do. So sorry yeah. for them. And it, it, yeah, and, me too. And it's dawned on me, me, me and my son are, are watching the, the game, and it's dawned on us both that on Sunday, we've got to go and waste our fecking time going down to Southampton to watch this. Yes, you have. Yeah. Yes, you have. Yeah. Um, this, I'm going to keep this to half-time only is the idea. So once half-time's over, I'm going to end this space. But I do want to get some other voices in. So, Terry, how are you? Yeah, mate. I really... Go on. Yeah, no, I'm going to see how quickly I can smoke 20 cigarettes. <laughs> um, 
And then I'm going to put I'm going to put all the child locks on the windows. And uh, yeah, now, nah, mate, I'm sick of it. Absolutely sick of it. There's a few things I really despise in life, and that's charlatans and Luton fans. Right. And uh, yeah. <laughs> Do you know what? I if I tell you what, I could really ask for everyone for if anyone's got a decent link to send me, that would be fantastic. Um, you want to watch this? Do you actually want well, to watch this? Well, me and my son are quite lucky because, well, we're not quite lucky. We kept finding these streams. And I was like, oh, God, it's 1-0. And then the, the feed cut out. It was horrendous. And then it was, we found another one. It was like, oh, it's 2-0 now. And the last feed we found, which was on about the 27th minute, I was like, oh, I'm so sorry, son, but we're losing 3-0. But we'll watch a bit. So, uh, yeah. Uh, I, well, if you want to drop... Terry uh, a DM with a link then do do that obviously we can't no 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 we can't condone you no. watching these things yes, if anyone <laughs> could inbox me a link that would be fantastic and uh, yeah Cole's correct the lady uh, commentator that we found on BN Sport 3 I think it was we haven't scored from outside the box in the last 80 games and Josh King hasn't scored in the last 13 games so uh, just a few depressing yeah. stats for my uh Fellow Hornet fans, but um, yeah, let other people talk because you know what I'm like. I'll end up All right, Terry, Cheers, boys. See you later, Listen, mate. Thanks. Bye bye. Thanks for coming on, mate. Uh, Uncle Ron, let's bring you in. Uh, what have you got to say about the whole sad affair that's playing out at Molyneux this Hello, evening? gentlemen. Hello. Um, I've got to say, I hate this team. I hate this club now. I've been saying it for a while about the owner. He's got to put the club up for sale now. You've got. Feminia bottling it again. Anytime he comes up against a half-decent opponent, he feigns injury, limps off, and you've got Foster. That passage of play is vile. It's disgusting. It's like when you're 5-0 up in FIFA against an eight-year-old and you start messing around with your goalkeeper. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I want to bottle that comment. <laughs> yeah. I think that's fair enough. I actually think that's fair enough. I don't know what he was doing there. He was messing about with it. And I, I mean, I, it was like three goals in the space of about five minutes, it seemed. It was just one after the other. And I'm just watching a replay of it now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's messing about. Yeah, rubbish. Yeah, messing Having about. Having a laugh. Yeah. It's all a jolly to him. It's all a joke. It's not a joke to me. It sickens me. I, I've got passion for this club. And it hurts me, and I, I don't know anymore. I, I can't stand them. I can't bear I, them. I, I, guess, I guess Ben Foster's got to have something to put on his, uh, his upcoming podcast, so that'll be... Uh, well, <laughs> the joke's on that'll us, That'll be a few it? minutes. The joke's on Absolutely, the mate. joke's on Absolutely. Us. Yeah. All right, let's just get another voice in then. Let's get CPN in. Uh, CPN, you should be able to speak now. Um, in the meantime, everybody, we will be back at full time, providing we all live that long. We will be back at full time with a full time rant. Um, so make sure you tune in for that. CPN, you should be through. Gentlemen, how are we doing tonight? As if it... uh, not good. Not good, mate. No, not no, good. normally. Well, Luton Town, I've got something to laugh about tonight, but we'll have the final laugh because they live in Luton. So um... that's true. It'll never be that bad. Well, uh, you, you're watching it, are you? I am. I found a, I found a link that works. That, I don't know about you guys, but that female commentator, whatever it is, the dynamic between the two and a gentleman, it just really winding me up. I don't know what it is. I think. Well, well the fact that she said that it's going to stay nil-nil just before they scored their first goal wasn't exactly endearing to the Watford fans, I've got to say. Well, I saw a picture of the away end on, on, uh, on Facebook or wherever I saw it, and it looks like people have started to, uh, started to vote with their feet already. I mean, do you know what? 
They're going home. They're going home. Well, right? that's what I can see the away end. We look pretty empty from the photo. I don't yeah. know if it's a poor as it is already, but I, what I will say, Jump. the last thing I'll say on the matter, because I, I know a lot of guys have got to speak, you're going to keep this to half time. Have you ever looked at Watford's social media presence? They, they got, they're always posting stuff on there. We've got nothing positive to talk about. So we talk about what happened one year ago, two years ago, three years ago. I saw today, I don't know what game or under which manager it was, who scored. We played against Wolves. We scored two goals in a minute. I think it's our turn tonight, and uh, I think it, I'm getting a bit bored of the social media as well because it's just trying to live back to the glory days of what was. Mate, mate, we've been saying this for ages. The official comms that come out of that club are an absolute joke, an absolute joke. It's there's never any humility. They can't read the room. The stuff they put out is absolutely abysmal. Um, we've been saying that for a very, very long time. That you know the official comms that come out of that club are, are, are absolutely awful. Terrible. And people are calling it out as well. You know, people are calling it out now. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, look, my last point on that. I mean, you got that the social media situation, and you got the the state of the club as is, and you got obviously the comment section is absolutely dire for the for the best of a reason. So, yeah, I'll, I'll watch the end of this match, but I might have a few beers tonight. Let's put it that way. I think you should, mate. Yeah, I think you should. Um, James Morris, I did actually invite you in to speak, but you clicked off. If you want to come back in, hit the request button. Um, anybody else who wants to say anything, now is the time very, very quickly to say it before we click off and the second half starts. Uh, if you want to carry people, on this, go on, people, people have started leaving officially, by the way. I've got um, I've got confirmation of that, of people actually leaving at half time. Well, you've got some friends up there, haven't you, I think? Yeah, 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 yeah. So they've, they've already started the uh, the long journey home. Well, it's a long journey as well. They should be refunded, mate. For, for, honestly, it's that bad. The, yeah. club, the, the club have to do so. It, it's, 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 not, it's not just this little platform that we have here that we're talking about this stuff. It's the whole the whole fan base virtually. You know, all right, there's, there's going to be the odd few that are talking about this now. You know, the the, the way the club's run, the, the comms that are coming out of the club. We've been saying that for months, um, how, how poor it is. And it... it it is beyond a bloody joke now. It's just getting too much. Patrick Hanlon, if you want to come in, you can now. You should be able to speak. <clears throat> Hello. Hello, mate. How you doing? I'm all right, Kenna. Um, just have two, two quick points. Josh King has got to go. I'm not going to argue with that one. What's your second point? Ben Foster is the worst keeper in the league. <sighs> He's certainly not having a good game, is he? He's certainly not having a good game. Absolutely terrible. He should have saved the you know, first one. Well, yeah. What was he doing on the third one? Uh, you know, the thing is, I, I was speaking to um, Benjamin Bloom about all this the other day, actually, on the phone. And he said, you wouldn't be moaning about the uh, the board and the comms and everything if you were winning games. And uh, there is actually an element to that. But this is so difficult to be positive when you're watching crap like we're watching this evening and it is crap it's just absolutely abysmal and you know how is this game going to end what what does everybody think the final score is going to be five yeah, one. Going to be, yeah. On, what, what do you reckon how many five one five one yeah you might be right there who's going to score craig craig kafkart yes Northern like Irish, go on then, boy. Yeah, but he, he was at fault for the first goal, wasn't he, Craig? I think. Uh, him and Kamara, yeah. Well, I'd love it to. I'd love to have a goal tonight. I can't see where one's going to come from. I've got to be honest. I literally cannot see where we're going to score a goal from tonight. It's just that bad. Um, yeah, it's just. It's been a long I'd time. Say, um, can I also say just this half time? Good evening, Matt Williams from the Guardian. 
I see you in here listening. Uh, as you can tell, Watford fans are not very happy with the ownership of the club. No, uh, if, you, if you want, and, and you can fans, print that. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'll say anything about it. I'll, I'll, I'll say anything if he's listening and if he wants an opinion. I'm happy to be quoted. Anything. I Uncle, think, I Uncle think Uncle they Ron ruined the, one, the club. Yeah, yeah, I think the club's been ruined. Actually, the and whoever said about no humility is is exactly right. There's no humility. Um, the owner doesn't speak. He doesn't speak. We've invited the owner on to, well, not the owner, the chairman. We have invited the chairman on. Uh, what we were going to do is, the way we do our podcasts when we have um, legends and that on, is, is very simple. We ask listeners to send in questions and we ask them the questions. That was the idea. Um, so we said, we approached the club and said, you know, can we speak to the chairman? It's a no. It's basically a no. Um, and then we said, well, you know, are you going to hold any fans forums? No. No fans forums. So we can't even interrogate the, the, the powers that be as to what plan B is or what their ideas for recruitment next season are. Or We can't do anything. Um, and that's really frustrating because I think that is desperately, desperately needed. Some sort of fans forum where we can have our say, they can tell us you know, what it is they're playing at. Because at the moment, I don't know. I really don't know. Um we are going to do another one of these at full time, providing we're not all, you know, stupefied on drink or anything like that. So do join us at full time. There is one scheduled for about 20 past nine. So if you want to join in with that as well, then do. Um, Carl, do you want to say anything else before I click off for the second half? No, no. Uh, let's let's get back to the uh, second half and... No, it's just going to be shit, isn't it? So, <laughs> well, I can't see it picking up from here. Can no, you? no, no, no. I'm, I'm going to. Um, I'm probably going to go for a, a walk, walk the dog or something. For the... Well, some of the some of the messages we've been sending each other during the last forty five minutes have been a bit sort of <laughs> fruitful with the language. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's not. A it's, lot of fun. it's it's not. It, look, you know, everyone that's listening. Um, you know, uh, it's just the same, same old shit. And, you know, I was a little bit defensive of the club um, with uh, with Uncle Ron, actually, when he first came on. But do you know what? I think he's bob on. I think he's absolutely smack on with the with the money with this. It, it, it can't go on the way it's going. Um, well, it's just, it's just poor, mate. It's, it's so poor. Like I said to you when we were playing Arsenal the other day, I said to you, we're going to be watching this standard of football in a lower division next season mm. unless something drastic happens these performances will continue into next season in the championship and that is a very very worrying and frustrating thing to consider um right but they're um showing that the second half is going to start soon please join us at full time everybody we'll be doing another one of these at full time hopefully a little bit more cheerful than we are now we'll catch you guys a bit later on Let's hope the second half is better than the first. You horns. Final score. Wolverhampton Wanderers for Watford nil. That final goal, by the way, by Wolves. Absolutely fantastic. Can't say uh, anything bad about that final goal. Let's bring in my co-host, Carlos. How are you, mate? <laughs> yeah, yeah, good. No, fucking miserable, mate. Absolute dreadful. I did. I, 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 I did enjoy that fourth goal. That that fourth goal was super outstanding, wasn't it? Yeah, that was amazing. No, no, no. Yeah, you yeah. can't you can't knock that goal. But um, performance uh, dire, uh, attitude shocking. 
I, I mean, the, the list goes on of, of how bad things are at the moment. It, it, it really is. Um, it really is getting beyond the joke. And I know we said that at the half time, little chit chat. But honestly, mate, I don't know where we go. I, I, I literally, I, I think um, a couple of things. I think Tom Cleverley's got um, a member of Roy Hodgson's family held hostage somewhere to, to keep being able to be picked. Yeah, I I don't know. He's had two shockers in a row now, hasn't he, Tom? Yeah. Um, two shockers in a row. But no one came out of that covering themselves in glory, to be fair. No, no. No, not at all. Not at all. Um, you know, again, I said it I said it at half-time. I just feel sorry for the fans that have made the trip because yeah. to go and suffer that is, yeah, not not good at all. Anyway, I'll let someone have a, else have a, a dig out. Get it off your yeah. chest, guys. Well, Get it off your chest. Stay where you are, Carl, because I'm sure you're going to want to jump in, mate. Um, I can see that Neil Silverstein wants to come in. That's that's good, mate. I'll bring you in in a second. Peter, first of all, let's go to Peter. Good evening, Peter. Good evening. Well, that oh. was shit, wasn't it? <laughs> I mean... I, I mean, I'll, I'll try... I will try and drag a silver lining out of a cloud. But that was a rudderless, toothless shambles of a shit show. Um, Where's the silver lining in that, mate? Individually, (laughs) individually pathetic. Collectively, there was no collective. The shape uh, was was just lost every time uh, uh, Wolves moved the ball anywhere at all. We had the we had we had. It wasn't quite the same as Arsenal. When Arsenal started against us, they moved three players wide on both flanks and they vacated the middle. Wolves was more like when we played Brighton earlier on in the season and they they just kind of just absolutely trounced us at the side and they created an overload at the side. But that meant that we got three versus two in the middle and we'd got the three and they didn't get close to them. You know, absolutely shocking. And I will, I'll genuinely look for the good in stuff, but Jesus Christ, that was <laughs> fucking hopeless. Do you think that the um, that the three nil kind of after, you know, it's always going to kill a game, isn't it? That three nil after thirty minutes or whatever. Um, can you can you do you think that that was probably the end of the game in the players' minds? Do you think they actually thought, ah, oh, just what's the point? Or do you think they still thought that they might get something out of the game? I've, I've described us as a boxer with a glass chin. The moment we get, you know, get one against us, we look. It looks amazing if we could possibly get one back. I think the only time I think we've really done it has been Crystal Palace against, uh, you know, when uh, when Sissoko got a header, and we all know what preceded that or or succeeded that, I should say. Mm. So, so you know, in a way, yes, but but it they uh, they were three nil up. They hadn't even done anything. No, they were three nil up. Because yeah. we were, we we were just not good enough to keep the ball <clears throat> out three times. I mean, and mm-hmm. I don't even mean that they were they were having good movement. They were doing anything particularly great at that point. They suddenly sat, found themselves three nil up, and then went, "Jesus, yeah, I'll have the ball. We'll knock it around." And then they played some nice football. Wolves were not on the crest of a wave. They've been having a real slump, and we make them look like you know Brazil of nineteen eighty two who were yeah. a good side, by the way, if you don't get the reference. I mean, <laughs> Jesus, it was absolutely pathetic. Yeah. Um, you know, I've, you know, we've, we've talked on here about how long it takes 
Hodgson to start generating points, not performances, points. Um, and, and therefore, if he has a win and a defeat and a draw, that gets him to like 1.3 points, you know, per game effectively. Yes. But, but you cannot see anything in over these last performances you know, Man United, we were all cock-a-hoop that we got a, a clean sheet, but we also accepted we had about three or four get-out-of-jail-free cards on that occasion. Yeah. You know, we, we were fortunate there. Um, the performances are not picking up. They look absolutely shocking. I'll let somebody else come in and have a rant. Well, because we've, got, that, we've got... That was cathartic, five. if nothing else. Yeah, good, good. I'm pleased. <laughs> There's five people wanting to speak. Um, so please bear with us. Neil Silverstein, Ian Bacon, Hemel and Uncle Ron. I will get to you. Let's bring Katie in first and then I'll come to you guys. Good evening, Katie. Hello. How are you? <laughs> I'm just depressed. I'm just <laughs> infinite. It's just a painless, like it's just a painful cycle of a little bit of hope and then a complete, you know, even though you know that it's probably not even worth it, but you just, you know, like you're saying, you know, the United performance, clean sheet, a point at Old Trafford, yay. Even after the Arsenal performance, I was kind of, I wasn't very like, yeah, okay, we weren't amazing, but I wasn't like, oh, we weren't rubbish. Like, I was still quite like, oh, you know, we almost came back at the end and, you know, we showed a bit of like, oh, not giving up. So I was a bit like, you know, a bit confident going into this game. I was like, you know, we could get a draw. Um, but the players... Are you still there or have you... Um... <laughs> Have you just given up? <laughs> just given up the will. I think she's uh, gone. I mean, she? Yeah, she's just summed that up brilliantly, hasn't she? She just yeah, went, yep, that, yeah, that, that's enough yeah. from me. And I, I think, think, I think for all the it thing- on and the players is perfect. And yeah. the players, and then disappear. Absolutely fantastic. Thank you, Katie. Um, uh, the, th- the thing with the Arsenal game was, and, and I appreciate we only got the goal late on, but it was actually a good game of football. It was a spectacle. Even if we were like, you know, pig sick at how we couldn't defend, at least there was something to watch. There was absolutely no redeeming features from that performance. And I'm, you know, I'm desperately trying to think of one. Nope, nope, got nothing. No, no, you, you can't because there isn't any, mate. Um, very quickly, James Morris, uh, who's just disappeared. CPN, Alex King, Thomas Johnson, Uncle Ron, Hemel and Neil. I will get to you, I promise. We're going to bring in Ian first. Hello, Ian, how are you? Um, oh, well, I'm, I'm the same as everybody else. Um I can give Peter a, a bit of a shining light, and that's that I didn't watch it. Um, so that's my only positive. Oh. That's my, that, <laughs> well, that's my well only, lucky you. That's my only positivity <laughs> coming coming out of it. Um, Hugely jealous of you now, are you? Well, <laughs> um, well, there's my day recovered. Cheers, Ian. I'm, a, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a, a dreading looking at my work phone because I work with two Wolves fans, and I've given them so much grief since the FA Cup semi final that three years ago that is going to be unbearable tomorrow um yeah uh yeah it's just i'm, I'm starting to the anger and the frustrations going away i'm just starting to feel really sad you know this is our club and you know if we're going to go down let's go down with a fight not a whimper and it's just yeah, it's just pathetic isn't it i'm, I'm on a uh, as i'm sure many are i'm on a, a whatsapp group of a load of my friends who are watford supporters and uh uh, the language on there has been quite choice this evening. 
Um, yes, yes, as ours. Yeah, yeah. So, ours has been like that so too. So you're just feeling yeah. really, really deflated and low. And thankful I haven't booked a ticket to go to Southampton. Sorry, Carl. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> Thank you, Ian. So, Appreciate you're that. Welcome. Um, no, just it's just awful, isn't it? Dreadful. Not good, mate. Not good. Um, I'm going to bring in some more voices because lots of people want to speak. Thank you, Ian, once again for joining us. Neil Silverstein, you should be there, mate. You should be there. Take yourself off mute, Ian. Uh, Neil. Neil. We should be able to hear you. That's it, Neil. You're there, mate. There you go. um, There, mate. So that wasn't a performance. That was a fucking debacle. Um, So Peter's excellent tactical review um i can't match that for me it's no passion no commitment just stupid individuals running around like headless chickens and hodgson fucking clueless right and it 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 goes from there i've normally come on here and managed to find a glimmer of hope or light but no not after tonight in fact as you know there was I managed to place a bet for a couple of players to get booked, which came in. Um, that's oh. the only way that you can get any <laughs> positivity. We found it. the silver lining. <clears throat> yeah. Beers on nil. Beers are on nil. <laughs> well, not quite beers on. It's more just a half. Um, but yeah, it's <laughs> with, it, with everything that's going on in the world. Football used to be a release, but it, that's even lost it. It's it's just all the passion's gone, and you can see that on the sideline. I mean, from what I saw. I don't think Hodgson looked like he got upset. Just stood there and just, yeah. I don't know, just looked Gentlemen, deflated, can you hear me? devoid. Yeah, just a sec, Ron. Just a sec, Ron. Let, let um, this guy finish his, his point, oh, sorry, mate, and then we'll apologize, let you in. I apologise, I just saw the mick. No, that's Come okay, on. mate. No, so I, was, I was drawing my breath. Um, no, it, it is absolutely clueless. And I, I think if that's how we're feeling, that I think is how the players are feeling. Because... You know, each one of them can actually play, um, but, yeah. but they're just not... Then Hodgson's not getting a tune out of them. I mean, Sirielta, that, that's been a pretty solid and committed centre-back, that's the sort of player that we need. But he's not picking him. Mm. You know, putting Cleverly in there, who... I mean, love him to bits, because he's, he's a proper, proper footballer that gets us our club. But his legs are gone. Right, mm. and, and and Hodgson picking him, he, he, people are going to remember that, and not what he's done for us before. So I feel really sorry for him. In fact, actually, no, there is one glimmer of hope. Loser looks like he can play football properly, but other, other yeah. than that, no, it's um, yeah, I, I'm I'm just going to watch a cartoon next time. I think you should, mate. I think you should stay stay there, Neil. We're going to bring some more voices in before I come to you, Ron. Just going to give uh, a few of these. Five word match reviews. Uh, Patrick Hanlon says, "Bring back sexy Filippo Giraldi." Um, Brian Edwards <laughs> says, "What a shower of shit." Um, Chris Bone says, "Honestly, why do we bother?" Uh, Nelly nine seven nine says, "What's the cunning plan, Gino?" Andrew Argent, I've seen you want to speak, mate. We'll bring you in in a sec, but he says, "Shit, shit, 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 shit." Um, and I think that probably does sum it up. Ron, how are you? Uh, very depressed. Um, for the benefit of those who weren't listening at halftime, uh, Kiko Feminia limps off feigning injury again when the going gets tough. Never want to see him in a Watford shirt again. Cowardly. And you've got Ben Foster 
playing, um, as I said before, like when you're 8-0 up in FIFA against a 7-year-old and you start bringing your goalkeeper out just to mess about, see if you can, you know, score with your own goalkeeper. It's just, it's just pathetic. It's shameful, but, my, you know, joking aside, um, the owner has to put the club up for sale. People say, be careful what you wish for. But I think I like the, the team more under Bassini. What did Bassini do? He tried to steal, maybe. I'll be careful. Oh. Words. Uh, okay, take that back. Um, there was some incident with the safe. <laughs> he tried to steal some dominoes. Let's put it like that. I didn't say anything. Um, but Watford are currently, what, 140 million in debt? There's a 40, 50 million loan secured against the ground. And people have a go at Bassini. Bassini was, Bassini was a joke compared to this. I, I, I despise the club. I despise the players. I, I think I, I can't bear them. I think Watford fans should be holding banners up. This is the worst team I've ever seen. I, the most thoroughly dislikable bunch and a club with no humility. The, the owner will, refuses to speak to the fans. Uh, it's shameful. It's disgusting. I hate it. I wish I could support another club. I'd rather support Millwall, a proper football club. <laughs> well, listen, the thing about the players is I, I, I am kind of very much in sympathy with that. I don't I don't have any emotional attachment really to any of those players. I don't think any of them look as if they really want to play for the team. Uh, there's there's no I just don't really care about any of them. And I said to Cole the other day, you know, if, if any of them got sold to another club at the end of the season, I wouldn't be that heartbroken about it. I just don't feel anything about any of them. I just, I just, yeah, I totally get your point. I don't know the full ins and outs of the whole financial situation. And I always exercise caution when I'm going to speak about that sort of thing, because I don't know enough about it to know what's going on. Um, but, you know, relegation's not going to sort anything out. It's just going to make things worse, isn't it? It's not going to make things easier. No, no. And, I, and as I said the other week, I fear a Derby County situation next season. I truly do. Mm. I really hope not. I really, really hope not. Uh, let's bring in uh, Hemel. Uh, good evening to you, Hemel. How are you, mate? You know, yeah, Hem? sorry. It cut. It keeps cutting out, and then it. And then I just like I'm on the. I'm on the mic. So I. I, I blame your Wi-Fi connection. How are you? I'm anyway? good, thanks. Uh, not not the best, obviously, after that awful performance. No, I mean, very uh, yeah, very lackluster. And I think this team lacks a lot of um, kind of identity. Um, yeah, it's just I can't. Ben Foster as well, absolute, absolute real poor performance. I mean, from the start he was he was awful, um, and yeah, it didn't look like it was getting any better. Where the Wolves fans were giving him absolute stick. <laughs> so yeah, um, poor performance overall, and yeah, I, I'm just waiting for us to get relegated now. The inevitable, should we say? Well, it is. No, well, it is inevitable, mate. I think. I don't think we're going to get out of this. I can't see it. Not with these sort of performances. No, the, no, uh, no passion. You can see it. You going to Southampton, mate? No, I'm not. I'm. I'm. <clears throat> I'm done for a few weeks. To be fair, <laughs> that's nice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have a break, mate. Go and do something more interesting. Yeah. I think windsurfing or something. So that would be better. Oh, are yeah. you? Oh, very nice, mate. Okay. <laughs> Hopefully, somewhere where there's no signal and you can't find out how we're Yeah, getting. exactly. <laughs> yeah. Cheers, mate. All right, mate. Stay where you are. Let's bring in uh, WFC George. You should be able to speak now. Hello. Hello, mate. Um, I'm just, I'm just going <laughs> to... 
I'm just gonna um, go on about the um, like the way the run the Cubs run because I didn't watch the game at all. It just overall the results just ridiculous. But I'm I think I'm speaking for quite a few fans here. But if there's anybody in this space that has any sort of contact with anyone that can sort out banners, we need something to get our word out as fans. Because if the owners aren't going to do a forum, how else are we going to like get our voice out? Because we've got owners that seem to hide behind whatever they're hiding behind with all this mess just for us to put up with for the last three years. Let's be real. I think it's beyond a joke now. There's lots of people listening to this that share your point of view, I have to say. There are a lot of people that share your point of view. Um, whether it's time to get banners out, I don't know. I mean, have we ever, has there ever been a point where Watford have got banners out, Peter? Can you I, remember? I remember it. <laughs> yeah, Grimsby, 3-0 at home when we lost. And the uh, people from the Vicarage Road did. I mean, bearing in mind, we only used to have about 6,500 in the ground and they stormed the director's box. Yeah. And uh, I, it, took, I, it took about another 18 months, but Petchy finally left. Sorry, Carl. I remember, I remember a banner that read, we want, I think it was something to do with season ticket prices. We want Barcelona, not Berry, for that right. price. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of people talking I, about that, you know. You, do you, do, do, look, do you know what? I, I mean, if anything, so th- these these little um, uh, spaces, it, they, they serve a real um, purpose in the sense of you, you get a real feel and a, and a real flavour of, of how fans are feeling. You know, that's the idea of why yeah. we started it. And, and you know, the, the constant repeating theme is that the fans have had enough. They've had enough of the way that the clubs yeah. run, um, you know, everything that's going on behind the scenes, the the, the communication, which is, is is a huge bugbear of mine. And and I, and I know yours, Justin. Oh, I can't um, stand it, mate. And, and you know, uh, to a degree, I, I think I, I do agree that, you know, something needs to change. If the club are unwilling to uh, do a fans forum or, or, you know, whatever it is, then what other options are there? You know, something, some, the opinions need to be out there that the club needs to understand, you know, how pissed off everyone is. Because it's, it's, we are in a position, as a few people have said now, that we're going to be playing in the championship next season with an unknown quantity of players. Because let's be honest, a lot of this lot are going good, I say, first and foremost. But, with the recruitment the way it is at the moment, do you does anybody trust the the owners to bring in the right players for the championship next season? Because I've got to be honest, I don't. I, I, it really worries me. Well, no, they're not going. Can I come in? They're not going. Cleverly's contracted for next season. So is Danny Rose. So's uh, Dan Gosling. So's Cavaselli. So's Ken Semmer. It's a shit show. God, that they're they're all the Sorry. worst players you could mention there. To be fair, it seems as if we spend more money on compensation for our managers than we do on the actual team. No, that's a very, very good point. God knows, God knows how much we're paying Roy Hodgson because it seems like he cares more about the money than us staying up. Because let's be honest, he doesn't care. He just wants his paycheck. Like, I think you said uh, just bef- just as we started, his reaction is if he didn't care. 
Do you know can, I just, you... can I just ask how, how horrible must Mrs. Hodgson be that he prefers to do this rather than spend, <laughs> spend days with her? Yeah. Do you know so, what he reminded me of tonight? Do you remember when he, he um, the, the when Roy was sitting in the England dugout and his head dropped? He just sat there and was you know yeah. uh, it's inevitable. That, yeah. That's what he looked like tonight. He really reminded me of his England days tonight. No, yeah. he, he looked like that tonight because he's just realised he's not getting his bonus. <laughs> and that actually is the only positive from tonight that Roy's not getting his massive bonus, which no doubt either what anybody, five million for keeping us up. Anybody that's been round the garden centres of the UK will realise how expensive a cream tea is nowadays. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. He's got to, you know, we've got to keep him in jam and scones. That's the thing. Um, there's a, there's a few people that want to speak here. Uh, Thomas Johnson, you're up next. I do know that Charlie wants to speak. Alex King wants to speak, and CPN. Um, but Thomas Johnson, you are next. Well, what can I say? I think it's a corner flag in the morning on the Instagram. <laughs> I, you know what? I, I can't think, see that it will be, mate. I can't see yeah. it will be. I can't I see. Who are you going to just going to leave it to Ray Lewington be. then? Let Ray yeah. take over. Yeah. Like when Viali went. To take on a sinking ship at the moment. It would have been better off if we kept, kept Kiko. Cisco, you mean? Cisco. Yeah. Cisco. yeah. Well, we wouldn't now. be in a worse position, would we? What, yeah. what, what could be worse if we'd kept Cisco? It literally couldn't be worse at the moment, really. No. no I, it's just a lack of drive ambition just complete incompetence from the management i think i think hodson was one of the worst pozo era appointments i'd say i don't know well listen mm. listen the results have picked up under hodson we hadn't kept a clean sheet until he came yeah true. in his defense um we haven't won any games convincingly really since he since he came i, I would say but he has managed to keep some clean sheets so mm. Oh, I don't know. I still think you're right, though. If we kept Zisco, would we be any worse off than we are now? Probably not, to be honest. Probably not, mm. no. Um, but it's just not their model, is it? It's not their model. They're, they're bit of managers. And, well, there was a, there's, there's also another a kind of fundamental difference between us and, and a team like Wolves, if, 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 beyond the finance aspect. And that is Wolves have got a super agent in Jorge Mendes, who is basically the primary Portuguese agent. And that's why since, you know, that's why Nuno went there. That's why, you know, suddenly Neves and, you know, all of their, all of their better players suddenly kind of flocked in. That are out of our three um, proper uh, uh, signings that we made in January, um, or, or rather this, this season, I should say, because Loser is one of them and also... Um, uh, KMB is another one. Our equivalent is a guy called Mogi Bayat. And you will, I imagine, be going, who the hell is Mogi Bayat? I certainly he, am. He is, he is basically a shadowy figure of a, uh, who basically kind of, uh, who kind of floats around Belgian and French football. If he goes anywhere near Nantes, he's in danger of being shot because <laughs> he is a, because seriously, he was trying yeah. to put the club into administration and he's basically got an awful lot of horrible fingers and a lot of horrible pies. And the fact that he is anywhere close to the C-suite at the club is deeply alarming, not only because of how, you know, kind of how he is, uh, uh, considered because he's basically considered, you know, kind of one court case away from jail most of the time, but also for the fact that the level of player that he has, I would suggest loser notwithstanding, is not 
anywhere near what Wolves are able to get with somebody like George Mendes. This is where the, you know, the, the Pozzo network and the scouting appears to have broken down. And now we're going down that route of trying to, you know, trying to find a, a somebody who can kind of connect through to things. Mogi Bayat is not the man. Whatever happened to managers doing all this, though? Well, that's on the continent why you have a technical director and why you try to take that away. I mean, we, we've, we've done this one to death. I mean, you know, I, 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 you know, notwithstanding taking the piss out of Mrs. Hodgson, I don't think Roy or anybody could do something with this lot because we've seen all season, we have not put a back-to-back performance. I'm not saying wins, I'm saying performance together. You know, whenever we, play, you know, we played Everton and the next game we played Southampton, you know, and and the two performances were were chalk and cheese. We we beat Aston Villa on the first game, and then we played at Brighton. And they they just they have not got it in them to actually put in at the level of effort, concentration, determination, and actually putting a game plan into place individually. That's where we are with it. The, the players need to be improved upon. That midfield today, as I say, was absolutely overrun by two players. One who, in Moutinho, who basically is probably, you know, probably got half an eye on Mrs. Hodgson. He's not young, right? <laughs> and he he outran our octogenarians in, in, in Cleverly and, and Sissoko. Uh, and Loser didn't really kind of get on the ball enough. It's a big, big problem. And Roy didn't do anything to change it. It was reminiscent of, of, of Blackadder 4, where they say, well, they're talking about their, their great strategy of walking out of the trenches and walking towards the German machine guns on the basis of, well, we've done it every single time previously. It's the last thing they'd expect us to do again. We yeah. did it again. Yeah, totally get the reference there. Sports Social, now on the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, I'm Ashley Blaker, and I'm hosting a new season of the comedy panel show, Never Write Off the Germans, in partnership with my diesel claim. Join me and my esteemed comedy guests as we discuss all that's ridiculous with the greatest show on earth this winter in a host nation with domestic football equivalent to the Isthmian League South. We'll guide you through the tournament covering everything that's funny with the countries taking part, whether you're a diehard fan... Or an occasional bandwagon jumper just supporting your home nation until they're embarrassingly knocked out by Iran. Listen on the Sports Social Podcast Network or wherever you get your podcasts. But remember, never write off the Germans. Here at the famous Sloping Pitch Podcast, we're following the greatest show on earth. But would you like pitch side seats for all the action in Qatar? The heat, the goals, the drama? Well, so would we. But why not join me, Nick Hancock, in Stoke-on-Trent and co-host Chris England in London's SW16. Every game live from England. The famous Sloping Pitch Podcast. We think this tournament could be OK. Sport Social. Um, Charlie, you're in next. I know that Jake is waiting, Alex is waiting, and CPN is waiting. Guys, I will get to you. Um, but Charlie, you are next on. How are you doing? Hiya, guys. Yeah, first time. Thank you very much. I'd like to say it's a pleasure, but it's been one of them nights, isn't it? Well, it is, mate. Yeah. <laughs> mate thanks this, for coming on. Yeah, you welcome, know, Charlie. It's, it's, it's the thing. I've always been one of the most defensive people, you know, and I've looked at these and I've, and I've tried to look at this way we're playing and the structure. And you know what? I've seen positives, but tonight it's just it's just really blown me away. And you have to start thinking to yourself, Pearson, Hodgson, Ranieri, these aren't bad coaches. They've got bad tools and they, they've been given the wrong shapes. They don't fit. 
and and this is this is our scattergun approach to uh, to, to recruitment. And if you look tonight. Yes, we have got some half-decent players, but the problem in the Premiership is everyone's got half-decent players, but they've got to be able to play together. You see a new sign-in go in the training ground, they can't communicate with each other. They're throwing water bottles around. I don't know what's going on, but we're not playing as a team. And it's, it's interesting you said about Tinio uh, tonight in the middle of the park. It's not rocket science, is it, boys? You've got someone who stays in the egg in the middle of the pitch who takes three touches, scans, turns, passes. Lays it up to the the man at the front who holds holds the ball up. I mean, he was wearing a a crash helmet, for God's sake. He holds the ball up, he lays it back, he allows the wingers and the midfield to join the front and you play it wide and suddenly you've got an overlap. And it's not rocket science, but for some reason, we just don't have that... We don't have the players that seem to actually be able to want to do it. Sorry, I know I'm rattling, boys, but... No, listen, listen. listen. I'm going to go on to Dennis in a minute, and that's going to really be controversial. <laughs> go Char- on, do it. Let's see you Charlie, Charlie you, you have found the right place. Please carry well, on. Well, listen, yes. listen Dennis, it's, it's winding me up because I'm standing there and everyone's singing songs about Dennis, he scores with his left, scores with his right. It's under 15s football. You've got a kid there who wants to score three and is happy to lose 5-3. That man loses 80% of the possession that he gets. Now, yes, he pops up with a goal and yes, he pops up with an assist, but he loses 80% of the possession. I'm a rugby man through and through. And you know what? You can run with a ball 80 yards, but if you knock it on before the try line, it's a waste of time. And Dennis does it repeatedly. He transitions. He's the man who transitions the, the ball up the pitch. No. He's the man that runs by himself and with the greatest respect in the world loses it and everyone claps because they think he's had a go. If we get 20 million for him at the end of the season, mate, I'll be doing a chicken dance. Amen well, to that. I've got to say, you're getting a lot of love on the, uh, on the uh, emoticons from the listeners with that one, Charlie. A lot of people agreeing with you there. I've been saving it up, boys. I've been saving it up. First well, point. listen, don't don't be a stranger. Make sure you come on. Uh, we try and do this after every match, so you're always welcome well, on, we Charlie. Did, we, we've done, we've done, you know, listen, the scattergun, all right? Loser actually hasn't been too bad. And and Kamara, I think he's been fantastic at left-back. I think he's actually been a bit of a breath of fresh air. But the problem is we do the same thing, don't we? We, we, we bring in eight and hope that we get two that are all right. But when one of those two gets injured or like we've seen with our uh, superstar centre-back, plays one game and he's on 50 grand a week and he's uh, out for the next four months. There's nobody with the quality to be able to step in. We have always recruited from the bottom upwards. What you're meant to do is bring in someone at the top and knock the bottom player out. Well, we have always brought in squad fillers. And it's going to go horribly wrong. I don't think we'll be a derby because there's obviously a lot of financial uh, issues around the back there. But I've, I've got to be honest, we came up and I went to every game in the championship. And I'm, and I'm happy to say that was the worst standard championship I've ever seen in 20 years. And if it weren't for Reading and Bournemouth completely capitulating in the last 15 games, we wouldn't have got out of that. Messina was, the play- Messina was in the team of the season, boys. <laughs> and I tell you what, it's a bloody good job because guess that what? Sums it up. He's going to be our left back next year in the championship. Yeah, 
Listen, you, you're definitely welcome to come on again, Charlie. <laughs> you're definitely welcome to come on again. Loving what you're saying, to be honest, mate. That's fair play. I'll leave you to it, boys. Let someone else have a breath. Uh, I will do. Listen, make sure you come back, Charlie, because this is Cheers. the kind of banter that we want on uh, on these spaces. Thank you very much. Cheers, boys. Take Thank care. you. Cheers, Thank Charlie. You. Good stuff. Alex, you're in next, Top Alex. man, Charlie. Over to you, Alex. Yeah, hey, boys. I feel slightly conflicted hey, about the, uh, the Emmanuel Dennis comments because he has given me two of his shirts this year. Um, <laughs> well, they're, pro- they're practically worth nothing now, by the way. <laughs> You've literally taken the shirt off his back. Excellent. Yeah. Yeah, twice, yeah. No, um, I was going to say to Carl as well, I normally meet Carl in the concourse at a few games and we'll have a nice time on Sunday so he doesn't have to worry about that. Um, I, I look forward to it, my friend. I look forward to it. I think he's just offered to buy you a beer there, Carl. Oh, well, as as, yeah. as per bloody usual, I'm driving on Sunday, so... Uh, well, I would yeah, drive myself, mind. and then I saw that it was 3-0 after 21 minutes and promptly bought a train ticket, because I can't watch that one sober. Do you know what? I might I might look at the train. Good shout. I'm on that it's, in a minute. Yeah, I think the one thing everyone everyone's like ranting and raving, I think the main thing is just sadness. Like, it went to 3-0 tonight, and I started to laugh and sort of do that. But deep down, you then like sit back and you just feel like really, really like upset. You just feel upset, like, and I'm not has sure. It not, if... Has it not washed over you yet? Because I, I, I said to Carl the other day, I don't even get upset now. I, honestly, <laughs> oh, that's I not true. <laughs> all right, I get that. All right, so Peter, Peter is involved. Say... Go on. Uh, you got quite upset during the game today. Did. I did. You're right. So we're in a we're in a WhatsApp group together, and I I did use the uh, the voice uh, option on it. But listen, I, I walk away from games now and just think, I, do you know what I mean? It, it doesn't ruin my day anymore. Performances like that and goals like that, when we concede them, I'm going to feel pissed off. But you know, in terms of the result and the season, I'm just a bit kind of there. Now I agree, I, I agree with you on that because, like before, I would try to go to like every home and away game. Like, honestly, every single time I try to go, and I know it's bad when, like tonight, I would have potentially gone tonight, and then I was just sat there like, you know what, I can't be bothered. And I feel like watching the team, like watching how it's been, the recruitment's been done. That's it's proper, like driven me to just being like sad and upset almost. Yeah. And I know that sounds, and maybe that sounds quite pathetic to a lot of people, but it was something I used to do as like a pastime. And I think someone earlier said it right when they were like, and it's it's just draining. I think you just kind of feel that you have that because you just feel like drained and almost glad that it's over. And that's just not right, really. No, absolutely it's just, right. It's just not right at all. And, you know, people were saying about kind of like the recruitment. I mean, I don't know what Will Hughes wanted, but it surely couldn't have been worse than offering Kutschka and Tufan and all these other players different deals. I, you just, I feel like they were almost really stuck up with that and thought, no, we'll be all right if you will. And it's just massively, massively backfired. Yeah. Yeah. And, you're right. And it's, yeah. And, and just, you know, some people were saying about these aren't bad managers. I think they are pretty horrific managers. I think what they also are, the managers that people know they can walk all over. I mean, I still don't know if Foster can just do what he does. I just, I think people really like that channel when people take the mick out of Watford fans, they say they don't like it. But I always think, imagine if that was your club and you'd lost like, what was it? What was it the other, what was that Sunday, the Arsenal one? It was 
Bukayo Saka's ruined my day. Well, Ben, you've ruined my day as well, mate. It's I just I just I, it's really really just annoying. Um, there, there is an element of not reading the room. There, I would I, I definitely agree. Um, you're right, and 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 again, the Liverpool one as well, where. He, 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 there was that backlash about the the Paddy Pimlet is is the guy's name is it the the cage fighter yeah uh, the UFC uh, fighter yeah yeah and all that sort of stuff. That, uh, to be honest, I'm not a fan of that at all. I'm really not a fan of that. I, it, it almost feels a little bit as if football is secondary to the the social media life there for me. Um, so I I do agree with you there. Um, but uh, Alex, stay where you are because I, I do need to bring in some more people. I, I really appreciate you coming on and, and giving your point, mate. Thank you very much. Make sure you do it again, by the way. Um, yeah, we'll do. Thanks, man. Thank Cheers, you, Alex. Much. Sunday as well. I'll see Carl yeah. Sunday. Looking forward to it, mate. If you get Carl's shirt, let us know on the next basis. Yeah, I yeah. Really no, I'll give see. you my shirt, mate. No problem. No problem. Swear shop at half time, but we'll shake hands on it. Be good. I look forward to that. <laughs> Superb. Right, Jake, you're in. Hello, Jake. Hey, Jake. Thanks for being patient, Jake. Hi, mate. Hello. Hi. What, what do you want to say, mate? Uh, I think we've lost Jake. Okay. Yeah, I think we've lost Jake for a minute. Uh, try again in a minute, Jake. Let's bring in CPN. CPN, are you there? Hello. Hello. Hello, mate. Yeah, you? well, as good as the rest of us, I think. I think yeah. some sort of thing I can exactly. provide to it. I mean, Leeds and Norwich I've lost tonight. So, you know, we, we used to look at Newcastle as our competition to, to, you know, to compete against going down with or trying to get out of the relegation with them. But they're flying. They're flying now. They've actually made some good signings and you see what's happened, even with Trippier being out. I mean, look where we are. I was at Vicarage Road when we drew one all of them. And I thought to myself, we yeah. were down the bottom with them. We thought this is our competition. But look at look at the difference between the two clubs now. I mean, we're just so lucky it's so tight at the bottom because if there is a shred of hope being left, it's only due to the fact of other clubs around us doing what they're doing. It's, it's not, we can't take any credit for that. I think um, I got off from my thoughts and prayers to the fans who went up to deepest, darkest Wolverhampton on a Thursday night tonight and to, to, to be served up that, to, to lose in, in such a fashion. We gift three goals to them. I mean, the players don't care. Just complete, no drive, no enthusiasm, no, no real ambition on the ball. You know, the first, the first goal thrown from our last third, so we somehow lose possession, it's in the back of the net as quick as you like. We get an own goal of all things, and then the third goal with Ben Foster. I think one thing that's actually just been come to my mind now with Ben Foster is the whole social media and the vlog thing. It irritates me because it, it just feels like, as you say, Watford and this club is not his priority here. And no matter rain or shine, he'll put those vlogs out on YouTube. Um, and, you know, he doesn't doesn't really feel like he's in touch with the club that much and it seems like a complete drag to 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 the to him performing in the way that he needs to to keep us up but again and it also got almost got caught out again the second time i think i don't know if anyone else saw that but he wasn't far off getting caught off his line again tonight no i did see it yeah i did see it although that another miss hit yeah yeah, that fourth goal was pretty spectacular, though. I've got to take me off to that fourth goal. That was pretty special. Yeah, I think the fourth goal, fair enough. I mean, it's a, it's a great goal. I mean, but the first three, just complete gifts. Um, and I think one thing I say about Watford FC, you know, the individual skill of each player is never going to be, on average, going to be like the other Premier League teams, more or less, other than the ones that just come up from the Championship with us, like your Norwiches and everything else. But you've got to expect the teams to try and play together as a unit. 
And uh, it doesn't help with Dennis playing for himself every single week and week out. I mean, we used to be able to score goals. That was our biggest. That was our biggest thing that we could take some positive thing from. We used to be able to score goals. We had to score like ten to win a game because our defence was so shockingly bad. But at least we could score. The front and and the strikers in the, in the front four at the moment. Josh King. I don't know what's going on with him. Since Everton, I haven't really seen much from him. Dennis again just loses possession all the time. Can't even keep the ball. Just playing by himself. I don't know what I don't say about Dennis. You you try to like him because obviously he's one of, he's one of our better players. I think Saar not being available has come at a, you know the worst possible time for us. But the recruitment strategy is just to buy the bargain bin players and you know see what sticks. If you understand what I mean, just buy as many as you like. Yeah. Do the rotation is coming in and out of the club all the time. You look at some of our signings and some of the conversation we're playing to the managers. You know that's where the money's going, and we don't have anything left or. At least they don't want to spend on some actual quality players here that are a little bit less of a gamble and more of a, a dead cert. Look at Newcastle with Kieran Trippier. They've got some value there and he's got a track record they can rely on. And, you know, I know he's not been at the club for the past couple of games, but you see what the result they're having now with some frequent signings. They are, but in fairness, you have to say they've spent 93 million. They spent the most in Europe in the January transfer window. Spending 93 million in January will do that for you, in fairness. Yeah. To them. Um, I, I don't disagree with what you're saying. I think, I think, uh, you know, what, one of the things is on on Yuan's TV a long time ago. Now we did a, a review of the top uh, or the most uh, 25 most expensive players that we've signed, and the Potsos had basically signed all of them, and the top three were were um, Isaac Success, right at 13 and a half million, Andre Gray at 13 and a half million, and then at 27 million was Saar. Now, I would go as far to say as the jury is still out on Saar because he doesn't perform week in, week out. He doesn't give us 90 minutes, even in the games when he suddenly turns up for five minutes and is utterly spectacular. But I think your point about the fact that we've never had the most expensive, the most skillful players is absolutely spot on. But what we have had, and if, you know, when, we, when we've gone back in time, is we have had organisation, we have had team, we've had a collective that's worked. If you look at Brentford, right... I, I was looking through something, and I've just kind of looked it up here. Their top, um, their top um, earning player is on twenty five grand a week. Now I'm sure everybody on this call would give wow. their right arm to earn twenty five grand a week, but in Premiership terms, it's not a lot. That's uh, that's Pontus Janssen, the the guy they bought in from Leeds at the centre back. Ivan Tony, who at the start of last season wanted to sign for Watford, is on twenty one thousand pounds a week. Now put that put that into context. Uh, Andre Gray was on seventy thousand pounds basic. Yeah. So so, so, so when we go out and we start spending big, you've got to get it right. And I appreciate everybody's point about you buying eight and you're hoping that two will work. I get that. Uh, this is this is my one. Be careful what you wish for of the evening. Is that we don't spend big money very, very well. My real concern is we've stopped making clever purchases. We've started relying on somebody like, as I mentioned earlier on, the Belgian uh, agent Mogi Bayat. Uh, well, he's actually Israeli, but he operates in the Belgian market. Um, you know, that's you know, what's happened to the intelligent way of going in and recruiting the good young players that brought us in Richarlison, that brought us in Yao Pedro, who's been, a you know, one of the few breaths of fresh air that we've had. And where can we get 
uh, an equivalent of a Thomas Franks who will put a team who is running on a budget and actually make them more than the sum of their parts. If Brentford go down with, you know, him being their most expensive player, in, in fairness, Christian Eriksen, I'm sure, has broken that ceiling for them. Fair play. Um, but he's gone in and, and, and done that. Even if they go down... They're, they're, they're fit for purpose in the championship and they'll be going back at it again. I'm not so sure we will be. Yeah, I agree. I agree right. completely with that. Yeah. yeah, you know what? Sorry to interrupt you, Carl. The last thing I'll say on the matter is, do you know what's insult to injury after all this, after watching that that uh, turgid display tonight? Tomorrow morning, you're going to go on your social media, so on your break at work, you're going to see exactly the same thing. You're going to see Roy being passive-aggressive with the interviewers. You're going to see the, the players with the same sound bites of how they're going to fight on it's not over and they're going to try harder next time. But it never comes to fruit, does it, guys? It's just the same stuff week in, week out. And I'm just left feeling like we should have kept Zisco. For all the trouble it's caused us, and if you could believe we've lost even more face as a club for changing managers every 10 seconds, you know, we would be probably be in a better position now with him. And I think sacking him was ugh, a big mistake for the club. Well, listen, mate, I, I totally agree. And But in terms of the communications thing, you're absolutely spot on with that. Uh, that is one of the worst things. It really does add insult to injury when you see these official communications coming out from the club and it's all, we know what we need to do, we fight on, we go again. You know, it's the same bollocks every week and it just really drives you insane. It's just this, the official wall of club communication is almost as if it's done by a bot. And there's no human being behind it. It is absolutely frustrating. Um, thank you, CPN, for coming on. I'll try Jake once more. Jake, are, are you on, mate? If you want to take yourself off mute. If not, I'm going to go to Sahil. Jake? Okay, I don't think Jake's working. Sahil, do you want to come on? Hello, mate. Hello, everyone. Hi, Sahil. Hello. How are you doing? Hi, mate. Not bad, thank you. Not bad. Um, I'm going to go on a bit of a long run here, so just hear me out. Um, Go for it. Look, look, today, let's be honest. That to me, that was a performance of the players simply giving up. To me, it looked like they didn't give a shit anymore. Season's finished. Look, Manda's going to be gone at the end of the season. Half the players are going to be gone at the end of the season. Today, it was a bunch. You know, they're a bunch of individuals. There's no team spirit in that team. Nothing at all. You know, you're playing for Watford. You're playing for that badge. Where is the pride? Even after three nil, you want to see some sort of reaction, something, a little spark. We didn't see anything, nothing today, nothing at all. Um, you know, and I thought today this would be a game where we start a little run. We get three points on the board. Um, oh, what what joke that was. You know, the defending was poor. You know, um, I don't want to see a Ben Foster video in the next couple of days. Oh, yeah, the build-up was great. This was all good. We've got good vibes going on the training ground and then showing that crap. I don't want to see that in a few days. I don't want to see anything from the training ground in a few days, you know, because that's all we're going to get, all that rubbish. Um, I feel sorry for the supporters that have gone up there today to watch that. Absolute joke. Um, you know, there's no fight. There's nothing going forward. Shit defending. You know, as you said, Dennis is is an individual. It's simple as that. He doesn't like to pass the ball. He wants to go and do it himself. And that's not going to get you anywhere. But there was no pride today in that badge. You know, they had all that possession well, we weren't harassing them for the ball, simply letting them pass around us. You know, there was no fight at all today. I don't know what we do in training during the week because it doesn't show in any of the matches. Um, I don't think we tested their keeper once today. And it's just a team full of egos. And that's all it is. A team full of egos. Then they don't give a shit. 
you know, we need to start the game guns blazing today, coming out ready to win. And, and, and it was just a joke. You know, you've got Ben Foster getting chipped up on that, you know, fourth goal where his position wasn't great. Um, you know, the squad's useless. The coach is awful. The board, you know, you know, their heads are gone. Um, but it's fine. You know, Watford are just going to announce in a few days on their Twitter page. Oh, yeah, PS5 tournament going on um, and all this shit that they come out with. You know, it's, it's soft, soft goals today. Um no defensive improvement transfer window. No defensive improvement under Hodgson. There was no pride today. You know, we turn up against Arsenal. We have a decent performance there. But against the teams we supposedly can beat, we don't turn up. You know, it's just a bunch of egos in that team. And that's all it is, you know. Um, so, yeah, no, um, all I want to say is, you know, you get that cliche, too good to go down. We're too bad to stay up. Let's be honest. After that, you know, <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen on Sunday. Let's be honest. Um, Southampton lost today. And, you know, they're going to have a, a good reaction on Sunday. They're going to come out against us. Whereas, I don't know what to expect from us. Um, but I haven't got much hope, to be honest. It was embarrassing today. I, that was utterly embarrassing. I am fuming. I am fuming. I wanted to see something today. I didn't see anything except a bunch of egos who don't know how to play like a team. That was bad. I'll tell you what, we've had some brilliant uh, people Great. come through tonight, haven't we? Yeah. We've had, this, has been, this has been brilliant, this one, I've got to say. Brilliant. These are really good opinions that are coming through uh, this evening. Um, thank you very much, Sahil, for for that, mate. Can I uh, can I just say, my missus is a Samaritan, and tomorrow I'm going to say you think you're a Samaritan. You should hear the calls we're getting. Sahil, <laughs> yeah. that was superb, mate. And see, can I just go back to CPN as well? The best use of the word turgid I've heard this week. <laughs> yes, superb. we love the word turgid. That, that should be used more often. Excellent. Tur well. Turgid will definitely be regularly seen here. Well done. Uh, uh, yeah, turgid. That's, a, that's an absolutely fine word. If anybody else wants to get involved, now is the time to hit the request button. Otherwise, I'm going to start wrapping up because we have been going on for about 40 minutes, 50 minutes now. So if anybody else wants to speak, now is your chance. Um, Peter, looking forward to Southampton. What do you reckon? What do you reckon, Carlos, <laughs> Uh I reckon that I might look at the train because that, that sounds like a better idea than driving down there because at least I can have a few beers on the way home. Uh, but, yeah, look, I, I think um, Sahil just, um, just wrapped it up really nicely there that going into that Southampton game, I've got no confidence. I think they'll be right up for it. They, they've lost two on the bounce now um, and, and we go there so out of form. You know, the fan, the fan base is, is flat. The, the team look flat. It, it's just shit. Um, and it and it and it, re it really does piss me off. Actually, I, I can't tell you how, how frustrated I get with with. I don't mind losing. I, I'm quite I'm quite happy with that. I, I, you know, in in the sense of I, I can accept it. But what I can't accept is the fucking nonsense that's coming out of the club at the moment. And they're, they're just you know. And he just said it there. So he'll, I saw it today. Oh, get on your plate. We're doing some FIFA tournament. Fuck off. Win some football games. You know, it's, honestly, I, I've um, I've had it. But um, I just want to say before I wrap up, uh, what a great lot of people we've had on here tonight. Um, all all of the all of the people that have been on have, have been fantastic. And uh, yeah, no, I've really enjoyed it. Really enjoyed it tonight. This has actually been the highlight, believe it or not, of, of this evening. <laughs> Yeah. The therapy. Thank God. Thank God. Yeah. Um, sorry, Pete. Just very quickly, Terry. I've let you in, Terry. Uh, once you've finished, Terry, I'll come back to you, Peter. How are you, Terry? Hey, Terry. Yeah, yeah, not bad. 
Not bad, mate. I just wanted to, um, yeah, say thanks to you guys for holding these spaces. I think for a lot of fans, it's um, probably one of the most positive places to come after a game. Um, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> But, I uh, won't uh, have that said about us. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. It's, <laughs> I mean that in the nicest way possible. Um, but no, honestly, in all seriousness, it, it's nice that, um, you know, fans can sort of come together. Everyone throws um, their opinions and uh, it's always very interesting. And I did, like I said, I think, you know, there's, a, there's always a lot of positive, um, not positive comments as such, but we can take some positivity away from the chat afterwards rather than being all frustrated watching reruns of uh, crap TV. So, yeah, no, I appreciate it. Um, I just think now the big rebuild starts for the club, maybe. We're not going to have any of the players that we have next season, let's hope. And, um, Which yeah, kind of be- agree with what Uncle Ron was saying earlier about, um, uh, you know, maybe the owners need to take some responsibility now for, for what's happened. It was great to begin with. We had some fantastic players, but... Out of eight players, you get one good one, and um, things like that need to stop. Um, but yeah, which of the players that started tonight or who, who took part as as part of our team tonight would you want to see playing for us still next season? I hope they keep the coach driver. He's a legend. <laughs> Do you know yeah. what? We're not going to be able to afford to get anywhere next year, are we? With the price of fuel. That's very true. <laughs> That's very true. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, what, yeah. Go on. So yeah, what, what you keep out of this squad. Uh, probably just loser at the minute, mate. Of the starting eleven tonight, um, and, and um, uh, our left back, and that's it. I think he. Do you know what? he's quite? He he looks like a really passionate lad, and that's one thing we don't have. I always, um, if you remember the season Leicester won the league. Um, they were always really united as players. Like, if anyone scored, you know, all 11 of them were celebrating. There was always fist pumping. There was a lot of unity in that team. And I'm sure behind, um, <clears throat> off the field, they weren't always the greatest of mates. But on the pitch, they looked so united. And I think that probably helped them. But we don't seem to have that. There seems to be a real tension between Dennis um and Hernandez, and that's always been they. They always sort of mutter stuff to each other. They don't look like they're they're, they're very pally pally. And um, obviously, in a working environment, sometimes you have to do that, don't you? you? Have to put on your poker face and just grin and bear it. And I think that's our biggest bugaboo. And you know, there's there's been a few comments about Dennis this evening, with him being wanting to be a bit of a lone ranger. And I do see that. And maybe he is an issue that we haven't really thought of before because he's been one of our only goal scorers and he's sort of tarnished the fact, um, he's sort of covered the fact, sorry, that King's done a fucking woeful job all season of putting the ball in the back of the net. Um, well, uh, until he can know. wake up in the morning and, and think I'm going to hand it to Everton, which yeah. at the end, after the Everton game, you said, I, I woke up this morning and I thought I'm actually going to yeah. hand it to Everton. Well, do that every Exactly, game. mate. Exactly, like, don't worry about what Rolex you're putting on your wrist or if you can wear a sleeve of Rolexes. Let's let's put the ball in the back of the net. It does yeah. frustrate me. That that whole the that whole side of it does frustrate me because they're they're super privileged and they live a lifestyle that we could never understand. And you know, I think for the average Joe on the street and, and, and as a fan, if you could put a Watford shirt on, you'd probably run round for ninety minutes until your pores, your sweat pores were pissing with blood because 
you'd want to do your best, wouldn't you? But we haven't got anyone in the squad that's from Watford or e- or even looks remotely passionate about Watford. Um, well, this is what so. I said to Carl the other day. I said, I think we're missing a Troy Deeney type yes. character. Yeah. That was, even when he wasn't playing last season, you could feel his presence in the dressing room, perhaps. Absolutely. And as a player, his time was over at Watford. Let, let's be honest, his time at Watford as a player was over. But as a talisman or a, a, a cheerleader or whatever, uh, we're definitely missing his character this season, without doubt, or, or, or someone of his character this season. Um, yeah, yeah, we are. Interestingly, Simon Stone has, has, has sent a message through here. Now, I, I, this sounds like it might be a quote from Roy Hodgson this evening. I don't know if this is actually a quote from Roy Hodgson. I, I've just read. I've just read this. If it's true, my God. So, so this is verbatim what this tweet says. It says Roy Hodgson on Ben Foster. As a keeper, you are a hero or a zero. He's been a hero a number of times, but this was the other side of the coin. I felt very sorry for him in the same way I would have felt sorry for Donnarumma. If you want to be anonymous, get yourself in midfield. That is the quote that has just come through. Um, So it sounds like Roy Hodgson is calling out Ben Foster's performance tonight and calling him a zero, which is nice from your own manager. Wow. Well, I tell you what is good is um, Roy Hodgson's wife has an OnlyFans, and the content is <laughs> absolutely fantastic. No, uh, yeah, no. he he he's just such a terrible appointment. He really is. Like we all got we all got so excited when he was coming in, but he's he's too defensive. He doesn't play to our advantages, which we don't have many of any uh, anyway. Yeah, he needs to go, man. We've we've just got to get a young, hungry manager in because that will help. If he's if he's a young, hungry manager, he's got something to prove. Um, it's sort of worked for us before, hasn't it? Um, with Munoz. So yeah, I don't know. I need another no, cigarette. None of us. Did you smoke that twenty then between half time and? <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the. To be fair, I'm in the process of quitting, so I don't smoke as much as I make out. He, to- he told me forty. <laughs> <laughs> look, 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 they, were, they were cheap ones from Spain, all right. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, but no, thanks for having me on, guys. And, um, uh, it's always a uh, pleasure, we'll Terry. Cheers, Terry. Take right, care, thank you very much. All the best, uh, so sorry. I'm going to hand over to Peter to uh, sum up and then I'm going to close the space. Uh, don't forget, please, to like and subscribe everything that we do. Check out our podcast. They're available everywhere. This will be uploaded as a podcast tomorrow. So if you want to listen to it again, it will be available as a podcast. Make sure you check out our YouTube channel at DNSYE underscore podcast. Make sure you check out our podcast as well. That's available everywhere. Spotify, um, iTunes, Apple, anywhere, basically. Um, Peter, I'm going to let you sort of sum up as you uh, always do eloquently uh, well. <laughs> It's like the vicar just uh, finishing off for us, isn't it? With, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah. Like, my, my, ser- my blessing. Yeah. My sermon, yeah. It's, every, it's everybody sitting comfortably. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, I mean, being a Watford fan is odd because there's many things I can take. I can take the former chairman, Reva, forging a cheque to prove ownership of money that apparently we'd already got. I can take more loan players appearing, especially if it fucks off Ian Holloway. I can take every commentator even the ones who from tonight were all both from Wolverhampton, incidentally, 
banging on, banging. Yeah, Jackie Oakley is a, a, a lifelong Wolverhampton uh, fan. Went to university there and was born there. Um, uh, and the other bloke, I don't can't remember who he was, but he was he was more wolves than anything. But I can you know I can take them and every other commentators immediately banging on to the straightforward cliched th- comment about the number of managers we've had. I can take the fact that the corner flag appears more often on our website than a comment from the managers. I can take players from. All parts of the globe don't have to be English. The manager doesn't have to be English, doesn't have to be young, doesn't have to be old. I can take the chairman telling us that we've learned from our mistakes and then clearly proving over a two-year period he's learned fuck all. What I can't accept is a lack of organisation and a lack of effort on the heart part of the players. That just isn't acceptable for anybody. Nobody on this on this space is, follows Watford because we're all glory hunters. That's not what we're in it for. If you want that, there's any number of teams you could be following on a Tuesday and a Wednesday night on TV from the comfort of your armchair. None of us do that. But what you absolutely have to see is the amount of effort that those people have put in going up to Wolverhampton tonight to go on and support and try and their best to roar on. It has to be mirrored by the players. When we go back and we're talking about the atmosphere at Vicarage Road, Roy Moore and the 1881 do their level best, but it has to be mirrored by the players and the coaching staff and the management of the club. If it's not, that is unacceptable. End of. Well said, Vicar. Well said, Vicar. Yeah, well said. It's like the final thought on Jim. I'm now off for a cream cheese. It's very much like the final thought on Jerry Springer. That's brilliant. I, I can't add anything to that, so I'm going to close off the space. Um, so I'm going to be looking for Roy Hodgson's wife on OnlyFans. That's an excellent idea. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to have a little peek now, actually. <laughs> I can't imagine it's that expensive. I can't imagine it's that much. It's um, not great. No, obviously not. Listen, guys, we'll do this again after the Southampton game on Sunday. Hopefully, we'll have something uh, more cheerful to talk about. Can't see it myself, but... Hopefully we will. Uh, Everybody that joined in tonight, thank you very, very much. Everybody that listened as well, thank you as well. Um, If you don't listen, then it's just us talking to ourselves. And uh, as much as we like the sound of our own voice, it's always nice to share with other people. So thank you very much for listening. Thank you very much, everybody that joined in. We will do this again after the Southampton game. Until then, good luck, everybody. You on. You on. Stay away from sharp objects. (laughs) Sports Social Podcast Network. Prize Picks is daily fantasy sports made easy. How does it work? You pick two to six players, and if they score more or less than their prize picks projection, you can win up to 25 times your money on any entry. Didn't get your picks in before the game started? No problem. You can get in the game for the second half. Sign up today using promo code FOOTBALL and get your first deposit instantly matched up to $100. Go to prizepicks.com or download the mobile app and enter code FOOTBALL to get your deposit match. Some restrictions do apply. See the website for details. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? <whistles> At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery free in terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. 
And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.